You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Football Friday presented, as always, by Bet MGM as we go through every week nine game. 20 minutes from now, Paul will tell us where he and Joe are right now in their uh, potential selections for the contest. And we'll have our five favorite bets in our show contest coming up um, for Lightning Bets. And we'll give some thoughts on World Series Game 5 tonight in about 40 minutes. But right now, Aaron, we got some whole favors to talk about. Three more games to dive into for week nine. Let's start with a game we, we kind of hit on in props there a few minutes ago. And that is the Panthers and the Bengals. Interesting where we started to where we are now with this spread. I believe we were at eight and a half, and now we're all the way down to seven. This dropped to seven and a half. Um, it dropped to seven now. The, obviously, the Bengals are the favorite, but they're coming off of a Monday night loss to the Browns. Panthers coming off crazy game that they lost to the Falcons last week, but obviously uh, almost stole that one. Actually just went back up to seven and a half. So we're sitting around seven, seven and a half at BetMGM, 42 and a half on the total. I don't know. This is a weird game. I um, I think we all felt good about the Bengals, and then they laid a dud. I mean, that was a complete dud they laid against the Browns. I lean Bengals, but yeah. I'm not interested in laying seven and a half points in this game. I actually do kind of like the Panthers. I don't know. I need to see more. What is this Bengals offense without Jamar Chase? And the other thing is, I talked about the cluster injuries to the Bengals secondary. I mean, it's bad over there. I mean, uh, I think the Bengals, this this is just an interesting situation with so many guys that they have banged up. You know, the secondary is just an absolute mess. So the Panthers are alive as dogs here. I mean, Eli Apple didn't practice. Um, a woozy, uh, Mike Hilton, Trey Flowers. Um, they still don't have DJ Reader. I know PJ Walker isn't an elite quarterback, but he has been able to make some plays. Dante Foreman is a solid running back. And then it makes you wonder, like, are the Bengals going to have to rely on their run game without Jamar Chase? What are they going to be doing offensively? Um, I'm thinking Joe Mixon under, but maybe if that's their only option, I should stay away from that. But I think, you know, you want to look at the um, injury port because, you know, this Bengals side is banged up. And then the Panthers, I mentioned before, uh, top five in run defense. So that's what caught my eye with the Joe Mixon under. But now I'm like, I don't know. Like, who who is he going to – who is Joe Burrow throwing it to? Who's well, going to have a, a good game here I mean, if you like yeah. the Bengals? Yeah, I mean, Higgins and Boyd certainly are capable, um, but they haven't been as good without Jamar Chase. You would think, like, without Chase, the ball would go their way. They'd be more successful. But, like, the attention he, he commands makes them better. They're not as good without yes. him. One thing, one thing I will note, though, on Burrow – He's bounced back. That has typically been his career. If they don't score, 
they bounce back. So Sunday's going to be the 10th time that Burrow's coming off a game with scoring 20 points or less, right? So bad games offensively. Their next game, they're 8-1 and one against the spread the, the last nine, and they've averaged 31.4 points a game. Like, they have exploded the week after duds. That's been the Joe Burrow story so far in his career. But no chase. It does complicate this one. So we'll have our eye on this one. The Bengals need to win this game. Like, if they lose, they could go from being – like, you know, we're talking about them making a run to, like, they're in trouble. They might miss the playoffs. Th- like, they can't lose this game. I think they'll win, um, but the question is, will the Panthers cover? I don't know. I, right. I have a feeling Eli Apple will play. If he was full practice yesterday, um, that's certainly good news um, for them, too. So, lots to look well, at it, this one. This is an interesting one for me. Yeah, I like it. it is. I'll, I'll definitely have an Short so week. Some- it's a short week also for the Bengals. Maybe that's why we're also seeing money. It's a good point. But the other side, the Panthers are off for overtime. Like, I hate short week teams. I hate overtime, like teams coming off overtime. I wonder Uh. if that evens out a little bit. So we're at seven and a half right now at BetMGM. All right, let's go to Seahawks Cardinals. I'm excited for this game, actually, because I think we're getting some value on the dog here. The Seahawks are a two-point underdog in Arizona against the Cardinals. 49 and a half on the total. We could be looking at a... Uh, quite a high-scoring game in this one. And they seized played a few weeks ago in Seattle. Yeah. And Seattle beat them. I, By I just, 10 points. The better, yeah, the better team is Seattle. They've won and covered the last three games. And I'm, I'm looking at this like, you know, Seattle is a top team, uh, a top 11 team on offense, defense, and special teams, according to Football Outsiders. They're good, Aaron. I, the Seahawks team a few weeks ago, I think we all were like, all right, it's not make-believe. They're a good football team. Yeah, and I think that's the difference from a few weeks ago. We didn't know if this was make-believe or not. And, you know, so many people are so much higher on the Seahawks than they were a few weeks ago. One thing I do want to point out is Geno Smith um, does struggle against the Blitz. Cardinals do a good job, or did, you know, in that last game. And it's hard to beat the same team twice in the NFL. I mean, it just is, you know. And so, but with DeAndre Hopkins back, he didn't play the last time they played a few weeks ago on October 16th. So this could be a good spot for the Cardinals. I think these two teams are pretty equal, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it's a good if you're into Hopkins, teasers, which I'm not, you could look at Bengals and Seahawks. Um, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm off teasers, so I'm probably not the best person to advise on that. I swore off yeah, them. And, I'm sticking to my guns. Probably a high-scoring game, so you're a little worried about a, a teaser in a high-scoring game. But I do think – I mean, you're giving me Seattle plus eight. It's very hard for me to think that's not going to hit. I mean, I, I think they're better. I think they're better coached. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and their quarterback is probably going to make less mistakes. I mean, Geno's having a magical season right now, and I, and he rarely puts the ball in harm's way. Meanwhile, Kyler will do something, take a sack, run around. I mean, he'll make two plays. You're like, wow, that's why he's amazing. And then he'll make two plays, and you're like, that's why he doesn't win more games. Uh, Paul, what do you think on this one? I, I, I certainly like Seattle here. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said about like the Seahawks being the better team and they have the better QB. Like I said earlier, I couldn't really back up the Colts case with like the numbers don't really point to that. The numbers absolutely back up the Seahawks this week as the better team, better QB. Just every number you look at seems to support that. And then if you go, the Hopkins point is a good point. Uh, the Cardinals did not have them last game, so that could certainly change yeah. things. Seahawks defense has been getting better, but looking back at the last game, it's like, okay, what went wrong? Is there things that could bounce back the other way? Not really, 
both teams were terrible on third down. They both had the same yards per play, 4.4 to 4.5. Both were bad in the red zone. Arizona was 0 for 2. The Seahawks were 1 for 5. Um, honestly, this probably should not have been a 19 to 9 game. It probably should have been like a 35 to 17 game. Like the Seahawks probably should have blown them out last game. Um, I mean, and the turnover difference, like they both lost a fumble. Kyler threw one INT, so it wasn't yeah. a massive difference there. It's just a better team, I think. So Seahawks, money line, points, teaser, however you want to play it. And we could fake Kingsbury, who's just terrible at home. And he's, ter- and he's bad half against – Cardinals. Oh, so are, you, are we in the second half? I guess we are. We there? Right there. I guess it's the Well, this half. is the midway point. Yeah, this is the midway. Yeah. Oh, we've reached yeah. the midway point of the NFL season? I, I wow. That didn't hit me until right now. Yeah, this is it, right? Week nine, we play 18 of them. So – uh, yeah, this is the midway point of the season. All right, so we are on the Seahawks here, plus the two. It's, it's moving. It's one and a half, two. I keep looking at it over at BetMGM. Let's hit Titans-Chiefs, Aaron. Sunday night football. And, I mean, look, you look at these two teams on paper, and it's like, wow, the, the, the Chiefs are the side. The Chiefs are the team. They have been amazing on offense this year. They add Kadarius Toney, which I think is interesting. I want to look at Kadarius Toney props. I wonder if they're going to try to get him involved after trading for him. But, Aaron, one thing to note on this matchup is over the years, the Chiefs have been kind of kryptonite for Andy Reid um, and this Chiefs team. So if you go back last eight years, you know the Titans are 5-1 and one against Kansas City, and they're 2-1 and one oh. since Mahomes took over. They've beaten them two out of three with Mahomes at quarterback last year, 27-3. I think that was right around the time of the season where everyone kind of gave up on the Chiefs and said, it's just that they're not playing well. And then they took off from there and, and were great and made it to the title game. But I don't know what it is about this matchup, Aaron, but the Titans have done really well with Vrabel against Andy Reid. Uh, Titans are getting 12 and a half points on Sunday, 45 and a half on the total. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So I'm just looking. Uh, Tennessee is also 5-0 and uh, ATS in the last five games. So that's interesting as well. I don't have a play here. I, would you look at the total? Um, another trend that I'm seeing is the total has hit the under in four of the Titans' last five games. Or you're thinking Could. Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the other thing in this game, as we look at the injury report, is who's playing quarterback? For the Titans, we don't know. Is it going to be Will Tannehill? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so because T- Tannehill, he's sick and he's got that ankle injury. So I'm. Not, I don't think it's clear for like certain yet, but it feels like Malik Willis, doesn't it? Yeah, I Paul, I, I feel worse about the Titans if it's Willis, not just because he's not really ready, but because how does he throw them back in the game when they're down? I mean, I don't think Tannehill's great, but at least he could. He's done this before. I mean, Willis. They only had him throw the ball 10 times last week. If they get down, it throws the whole script for the Titans off, you know, with him at quarterback. Is this another big game? Yeah, it's not a great spot. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's got to be, and it has to be established that way early. And, you know, just Mm -hmm. looking back at last year's game, um, 
granted, it was a 27 to 3 Titans win. So that doesn't necessarily mean like if these things go back the Titans' way that, you know, they can't cover 12 and a half. But you look at certain things like the Chiefs went 4 for 11 on third down. Like, is that really going to happen again? 0 for 3 in the red zone, couple turnovers. Like, everything kind of went the Titans' way. And granted, it was a blowout win. I. I don't know if I necessarily agree that Willis is a con- more of a concern or more of a downgrade than Tannehill. I think he could – like the Titans are allowing pressure on the quarterback, and he can be a little bit more mobile in that respect, and he might be a little bit more dynamic than Tannehill. I do – look, he could go out there and throw three picks, and having him try and chase points to keep up with Mahomes is not the ideal game script by any means. Uh, but if this can be a, a Derrick Henry game and kid can make some plays a little bit, I think it'd be interesting. Um, not as much, you know, tape on them, kind of an unknown quantity. So maybe that could be an advantage for the Titans. I will tell you a little tease for our next segment. The one one pick that Joe did text me that I had not, you know, really considered, but he's like, we're on the Titans plus 12 and a half, right? So I guess we are on the Titans plus 12 and a half. So that's going to be fun. There's no arguing. You know, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, well, I think that was a counter to my Jets argument. It's like, well, okay. We can have the Jets, but we're on the Titans, right? So, yeah. yeah. I, One thing we talked about a few days ago. It is for the Vrabel thing. We talked. I think with uh, it was either Brad or or Ben Brown. Like, are we going to start seeing outsized spreads with the three great teams or really good teams, whatever you want to say they are? And are they not going to be able to cover? Right? Like the Eagles last night, they won, and I never thought they were really going to lose the game. But when the when the spread is fourteen. You have a couple turnovers or sloppiness, you're not going to cover. So they only won by 12. And, and Paul, you brought up the one you like is the Jets, Bills. Joe likes the Titans. I mean, we're, I, I think we're going to get a lot of these moving forward, where those three teams, Bills, Aaron, and the, and the Eagles, and the Chiefs, we're going to see a lot of 10, 11, 12, 13-point spreads. And I wonder, it's hard to cover those every week. Just ask me. I tried open- last night, and it was a failure. I mean, this opened at six. This opened at six. Like, you know, I'm not wow. sure exactly if that's before the season or like the original, but I mean, that's doubled. And I wonder, I mentioned it with the Jets. Maybe this is a first half spot. Um, again, hmm. especially if the Titans get to establish the game script they want to, at least in the first half. And similar thought, like Sal is not going to hopefully not let Zach Wilson beat him in the first half, you know, until they have to chase points, ideally. Maybe right. it's the same thing with, your point about Willis here. So that first half is, I'm assuming, plus six and a half. That's interesting. Mm. Low total, too, 23 for the first half. That is a low you total. You love some um, first half plays. Yeah. And, uh, it's, my, it it's my new thing. I'm going to see if it works this week. <laughs> and then, yeah, just change it up every week until it finds something that works. <laughs> So one, I looked ahead to week 10 here. Um, we could have all three by double digits next week too. So right now on the look ahead lines, we have the Bills nine and a half at home against the Vikings. That could easily get to 10, right? If the commanders upset the Vikings, they lose. That could easily be over 10 by the time Sunday night gets here. The Eagles are 10 and a half point favorites right now next Monday night against the commanders. That's probably going to sit at, you know, stay at double digits at least. And then the Chiefs next week host the Jaguars. That's at nine and a half on the look ahead. I would imagine that jumps into double yep. digits too. We're close to it. Wow. You know, you know, I got to take it that. If you're giving me 10 points with the Jags in that game, I got to take the Jags. You're, you know it. 
Paul, you you have a problem. You have a you have a Jaguars problem. <laughs> Jaguars it's problem. problem might be yeah, the, it was the Panthers last Island year. Problem. Yes, it's those '96 expansion Jungle teams. Cats. It's like, yeah, and um, blue color. Last yeah, thing, teal blue. Were you a Panthers guy as a kid, or were you a, a Jaguars <laughs> guy? You had to pick one. Oh my god. <sighs> I was more of a Jaguars Rocky guy. Marlins. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was. Jack Del Rio. I had to pick one, on Panthers. On, like on Monday night, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for Paul to be all in on the Lions next year. It's going to be great. Yep. Yeah, that's his team next year. Let's Last go. thing on the Chiefs. Real I'm quick. curious what the, what the Tony yeah, props are. I wonder if they throw to Tony. Did they try to get him involved early? Kadarius Tony. You can see oh, that yeah. after the trade. All right, we'll come back. Paul, Joe, where are they on their contest picks? It sounds like we got a tease there. Where are the other ones? We'll talk about it next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.